The Danger Junior Peas and Pie Room, sponsored by Sobe Entertainment and Hoboken Pie. Hoboken Pie, the only real company courageous enough to sponsor this show. Alex, you said a pizza every time we mentioned you, so pony up, you fat bastard. We'll hear <laughs> more from them later in the show. <laughs> I thought it was Guys, this is not what we agreed to. Alex is my friend. Oh, he's cool? Yeah, he's cool. Then where's my fucking pizza? That's a we good asked point. I guess we gotta go to H Pies. Oh shit, yeah. Don't do that, please. Hey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Use it. Hey, shit. <laughs> Dude, you better hope nobody that listens to our cast has a sniffle finish. So we're just gonna go. My dog took a shit. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Danger Junior Writer's Room. Yeah. This little laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh gosh, do that. My feet are so cold. Yep. Oh, Bobby. This is gonna. We're gonna have to put this. On okay, only we're gonna. Fans. Huh? We're gonna. We're gonna have to put this on OnlyFans if you don't stop. Oh, touch my feet. Can you guys stop <laughs> making OnlyFans videos? Hey. Touch my feet. I'm one of your hosts, Austin Zessen, <laughs> and while I introduce <laughs> everyone else in the room, I'm gonna ask a better question than in the test, uh, than in the the test footage for this week. Um, Uh, literally any question. Oh my god, there's so many. So many. This is the podcast now. I think. I think what's happened is. I think Austin's frozen. No, I know what happened. You guys ever read any Nietzsche? No. Pull my balls out. No. That's a question. That's a question. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's here's the answer to that. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Be- because you and know what's what, your name? You know what happened to him? My name is Jimmy. Um, what happened to Nietzsche at the end of his life? Hey, he died. Took a shotgun. Before he died. I thought he got like syphilis or something. No, he went crazy. It was. He went insane. I thought he had like syph- his brain went. That's crazy how he died. He yes, STD. but he spent the last year. Well, that's the thing about syphilis. It makes you crazy. Are you looking it up? And then that's why he Wait, shouldn't what? have been worrying about bullshit the whole time. He should have been sleeping around. <laughs> he right. should have been fun. So Jimmy did not read Nietzsche. Uh, Megan. No, I'm looking through what he wrote, and I don't think I read any of it. Blake. I for sure read Nietzsche. What was the question? <laughs> that you just answered. He wrote, <laughs> he wrote, listen, he wrote something in 1882 called The Gay Science. Yeah, let's read that. The gay science PDF. Eighteen eighty two, baby. I took two semesters of gay college science. philosophy and it helped me tremendously. Our new podcast is called Gay Science. Gay Science. <laughs> gay Science. I don't fucking know, but I wish I was kissing a guy. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. Every time I go to spell Nietzsche. One of the chapters is Nietzsche. called My Roses. I always forget he has a Z in there. And then another chapter is called Shedding the Third Skin. Can I tell you guys if I've read Nietzsche or not? Yeah, you can, Logan, introduce yourself and let us know if you read Nietzsche or not. My name is Logan and I've read Nietzsche. That's great. That's awesome. And uh, I watched a YouTube you video like where me? somebody quoted him. Yeah. Cool. So this book is 409 pages. If you don't know that you're gay, 
by the first ten. Are you a fan of Nietzsche? Of 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 Nietzsche? Of Nietzsche? Mm. I don't know. I read that. I read that fella Nietzsche. So uh, this is the part of the show where we putz around and we talk for a little bit before we go off and write. This week we got a little bit different for the second half of the show. It's not going to be too correlated with the first half, um, but uh, we're still going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some stuff. But before we get to that, we do have some notes from our sponsor, Sobe right. Entertainment. Right. Sobe Entertainment. Um, uh, they're they're great. Love them. Jimmy, no notes. Bullshit. Well, that's what they give me. Um, I have my notes here. I'm not supposed to publicly talk about them, but I am supposed to let you know I have already received my spanking. Uh, Megan, it just says don't. Got it. Cool. And uh, Agent Orange, Code Wolf, whatever that means. Anyways. I know what that means. Okay. You know what I think Sounds about? Like you know Asian what, orange. You know what that makes me scared of, Austin? What? So, uh, Logan, you might be able to explain this a little better. But here's the deal: is that I have known Logan for more than five years, so I know that he's safe. But you fuckers, I haven't known for that long, and there is, is what what thing uh, is it? This is such a long rabbit hole. This is such a long. Do we have time? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a show. Let's let's do the thing. Uh, Wait a minute. Do uh, the rabbit hole. Okay. Well. Do your mom. What just what organization is it in England? This it's not a it's the police. It's the cops. It's English cops. Oh, the cops. So so there's undercover cops. They in call England, them spy cops. And they'll do five year stints That's undercover not a joke. with leftist <laughs> activists. Or activists in general. It's not. It's any because if you're a vegan, uh, they'll do it. So they'll do five year stints with them. And, like, keep them from getting shit done. And I don't like that you just read that out loud because it makes me think that one of you is a fucking rat. Who would it be? Well, you said you know the answer, Blake. <laughs> to what? What he said? Yeah. You really think I know the answer to that? I haven't known you for more than five years, Blake. Hey, I want to, I want to, I don't know the answer, but I'm going to give a rough estimation of what I think it might be. Okay. All right. I think the, what the, the answer to, what do you mean the answer? You said you know the answer. I don't even know what that means. I mean, it's grammatically. You're, you're for sure a cop, dude. Grammatically, <laughs> it's not even sound cop. at all. I'll tell you. Yeah. Now, now, hold on a second. <laughs> you guys. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, Blake. Yeah. Can you turn your hat 90 degrees? No. Can you turn your hat 180 <laughs> degrees? <laughs> yes. Let me see it. I want to see it. Let me see it. Wait, see stop it. right there. No, keep going. Looks like a cop. <gasps> Shut oh, up. Shit. He's got a microphone on hold his on, head. Hold on, hold on, cop on, hat. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, this hold guy's on. recording everything we say. I on a podcast. A <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You look like Lobot. <laughs> Do you know Lobot from Empire Strikes Back? No. <laughs> he kind of does. I'm going to look him up. No, I'm going to look him up and show him to you. I have a bigger screen than I'm you I'm going to look him it's up in front of me. and show him to <laughs> okay, you. Okay, uh, Megan, what are we talking about this week? Because I, I, I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Well. Can you see this guy, Blake? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he does look like him. This is what you look like with your with your earbuds, with your earphones. I'm putting like that, that image right here. <laughs> okay. I like it. He looks like Johnny Sins from the future. He looks like if Johnny Sins stay nutting. <laughs> Anyways, boys, this week we're talking about <laughs> getting or being sick because I am sick as fuck. 
Are you doing like home remedy shit? Are you popping pills? Seeing a doctor? Um, so I went to the doctor this morning because I've been sick for like three days. And they were like, yeah, so you know how you have insurance, health insurance that you pay every month for? And I was like, for sure, I know that I have that. That's super great that I have insurance. They're like, yeah, so your insurance has a $3,000 deductible. And I was like, yep, that means once I pay $3,000 in medical bills, I don't pay anything for that year. That's how it works, right? God forbid I get in a car wreck and need a bunch of surgery. I only pay up to $3,000. And they were like, that's correct. And I was like, yeah. They're like, well, what that means is that until you meet the deductible, you owe 100% of your medical bills. And I said, all right, cool, yeah, so how much is it going to be today? And she said, well, appointments start at 250 I said, like, for you to take my weight and my temperature. And she was like, mm-hmm. I could just write that down for you. I said, okay, I have a I- thermometer at home. And then she was like, yeah, so if you need, like, a flu test or, like, if you need to get, like, a COVID variant test or something because I'm vaccinated, um, then those are going to cost extra. I said extra from the 250 She said, yeah, I said, I'll risk it. Y'all want me to just come on back there and y'all don't have to do none of that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your computer. You just look at me. I was like, me. what if you just took the flu, flu test? What if you only did that? Hey, just doc. stick that shit up my nose and tell me what it says. Hey, doc, just eyeball me. Austin, just eyeball yeah. it. earlier, you, what did you ask me? The Nietzsche question? Yes. Have you read Have Nietzsche? Have you read it, Nietzsche? Yes. Did you just read it while we He's were all talking? He's got it up on his <laughs> computer right now. He's Thank you for asking right me. Now. Thank you for asking me. Can I read my favorite? Yeah. If you don't mind. Sure. All right. <laughs> this is so he has this little, for those of you who aren't familiar with Nietzsche, <laughs> what he does is he has a little topic and then a little excerpt to <laughs> says this one it'll say like love and then it'll say a thing this one just says my dog okay mm. it says i have i have given a name to my pain and call it dog quotation it is just as faithful just as obtrusive and shameless just as entertaining just as clever as any other dog and i can scold it and vent my bad mood on it as others do with their dogs servants and wives Wow. It's profound. Wow. That I is like, actually. I like them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. I, I'll beat the shit out of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lon yeah, Harrison. I could have. Amen. I'm just Amen. Lon Harrison this week. Y'all, so. I saw a video today of a lady who was trying to purchase something at the Dairy Queen and she didn't have a mask on. And then so the cashier was like you can purchase that if you put a mask on was like trying to give her one and everything. And the lady was like, you're trying to tell me that I have to put that mask on to buy something from here. And the poor, this poor cashier was like, yes, ma'am, you do. And she said, Oh, okay, well then you've been served and like hands her like legal documents. She's like, you have seven days. What the fuck? What the fuck? Man, so he tries to pull that new shit on level me, of Karen, new level of Karen. Anti-maskers are now serving people papers. Yes. What are they even? Ser- oh, I gotta look this up. What are they even serving them? Like what kind of? I guess I don't it's know. like th- she's assuming that it's somehow technically illegal to not serve her based on the fact that she's not wearing a mask. But it's like that's a it's a private a company. Yeah, yeah. anyone yeah. is allowed to not that's serve a, you. That's a dumb motherfucker right there. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go into a business without a shirt on, and when they're like, "Ma'am, you have to put a shirt on," I'm gonna be like, "You've been served." <laughs> like, what's the sickest you've ever been? The sickest I've ever been. Or or should I say Yo, the illest. The illest. 
Uh, right the fuck It's now. right now. Come on. You see my hat right now? Come on. Come bang, on. bang, 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 bang. Now, the actual answer to your question <laughs> is uh, it's hard because up until, um, up until, I don't know, what, April? It was Let's say April. swine flu. But mm. April, I got my vaccine. Yeah. And the second shot truly fucked me up. And y'all didn't hear about this because we were on break, like season break. So I think because it's the most relatable story, I'm going to tell my vaccine That's great. story. Do it. Um, I got the second shot in the morning and I had already prepped. I took the, that day and the next day off from work just in case it was like really bad. And I, uh, I drive, you know, 30 minutes to get the shot. I get the shot and then I'm driving home and he's like, just, why'd you, you know, have to drive 30 minutes? It's the only way I could get it. Cause I got it like right when, it, when they opened up. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but I'm driving back and I remember the words of, I think his name is Alex echoed in my head. And this guy's crazy. Actually, I want to Alex talk about Jones? him. No, not Alex Jones, but Alex so from Hoboken. It's Pie. the same guy at this, this place that I got. I won't, I won't dox him. Um, but it's the same guy that I had the first time, the first shot. If you want to know who this up. guy is and where he lives, just DM me, dude. Yeah. I got the we'll plug. tell you. I'll but, tell you, dude. But, um, he's giving me the shot and he, and I asked him, how's your day going? And he's like very open about it. He's like, I'm not going to lie, man. I am in university right now. So I stayed up all night studying for a test that I have later today and I couldn't focus. So I took an Adderall and then I was up all night. So I didn't sleep at all. And then I ended up only getting like one hour of sleep. I fell asleep and then I had to be here. So I woke up and I chugged a Red Bull and then I popped another Adderall. So I am great right now. And he was just like, Addied out of his mind. Uh, and we were just talking to this. I was talking. He, he asked me so many questions. I but I don't remember. Anyways, crazy guy. He's still there. Um, that's not pertinent, infor- pertinent information. But He never went to the test. He's still there. He's still at the test. Well, he did. He did give me the second shot. And I, and I go home. And I remember Alex's uh, words rattling around in my head. He said, now make sure... Um, if you feel weird in like the next 15 minutes, you need to pull over because there's a chance that you'll fall asleep immediately. And I was like, that sounds like bullshit. It didn't happen. Right. But, but it, it's in my mind that I'm going to get very sick very soon. And as the day is going on, I'm starting to realize I'm fine. I'm and totally fine. And you just wake up, crash I, into a taco cabana. <laughs> You're like, I feel fine. I like, God, where am I? And <laughs> my, my, Car is full of tortillas. Uh, <laughs> Free soft tacos. No, but I'm, I'm realizing I'm fine. And so I go and I play disc golf. And I played so well. I, I shot 12 under. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm just going to play again. So I did. I played another round right after it. And guess I like what? This is just a story about Blake. <laughs> guess what? I'm telling you about my day. Golf. And uh, you know, this, is, this is tension and release. That's mm-hmm. what this is. So I'll, I'll fast forward. I did great on that second round. Not as good, but I did oh, great. Sick. And I got home and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really fine. <laughs> and I'm bragging about it to Brittany. I was like, 
this I don't know how this happened, but I'm good. And I'm watching TV, and around like 9 p.m., it starts hitting, and, I, and I'm like, I think I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> my head's like kind of buzzing a little bit. I'm starting to sniffle a little bit. You feel my high? And I wake up two hours later in bed, and I am just drenched. My bed is soaked. I've I've got chills. I'm so fucking sick. Were you sick and or I something? Literally, I was sick. <laughs> That's fuck. Damn. <laughs> and... And I'm sure all of you have experienced this at this point um, or not. Uh, but the next day, I literally couldn't move out of bed. I couldn't get out of bed. I haven't had that in years. I have not. I don't get sick, really. But it was like almost... I couldn't stop laughing because of how impressively sick I was. I just wasn't expecting it. It hit me like a truck. I was out all day. And the worst part was uh, my... Shoulder felt like somebody shot me, dude. It was crazy, and I've taken, I've had a lot of bullet wounds and in my day. And you've been shot, yeah. And it was the same thing. It's like, what did they put in this? Lead, Lead from a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Lead from a gun. And I think that's why I actually got. They put sick. a tiny gun in there. That's the secret. It's, it's not just shooting anything <laughs> but hot lead going into that arm. Can I ask you a question? And this is for the room. Yes. Do you guys know where you were or what you were doing the moment that you realized that old people get naked sometimes too? Yeah, it was me when I was seeing yeah. my grandfather oh. walked out of the bathroom. I've I didn't realize I was right there. Like they have bodies under there. You know yeah, when I gross. realized that is when I was reading in like fifth or sixth grade, I was reading The Giver and oh, the main yeah. characters go and take care like at the nursing home and they talk about how they give them sponge baths and I was like, Ooh. I was oh, like yeah. Dude, I'm not they hose lie. them down. <laughs> Come here. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know when I started thinking about it, but God knows I think about it every time I see one. Man, I really want to shoot. You just undress them <laughs> with his eyes. <laughs> can, I tell you guys, can I tell you guys kind of a fucked up I really want to shoot a video where we just get a bunch of old people naked and can put I? them against a wall and shoot them with a hose in slow motion. Let me tell you guys kind of a fucked up story <laughs> that involves okay. n- nudity and my Nana, but not like that. So when I was like... Can it be like that? When I was li- So there's this thing that happens when you're a female that... Like the year, <laughs> exactly the year. Or so before you start your period, you'll start having like just an insane amount of discharge. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Um, can I get a, you can and I get, I get the most disgusted. Yeah. We get so disgusted so fast. <laughs> and so obviously like I didn't know what the fuck that was and it was weird. And it's like the sticky stuff, right? Coming out of your it's vagina. Like you're realizing that you're turning into Spider-Man. Yeah, if Spider-Man yeah, was a yeah. woman. <laughs> How fucked up would that comic be? So, Yo, spider, oh my God, spider I can't even imagine. different now. My, my brother and I that used spider to... spider pussy got me farting and spitting. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. My story is not as funny as that. <laughs> so, so, my brother and I used to spend our summers at my grandparents' farm. And so our parents weren't there all the time. And so there was this one day that was really bad. So I'd gone to the bathroom and I, you know, like looked down to like wipe after I peed. And there's like literally like when you blow like a snot rocket. Yeah. But out come like hanging out of my vagina. I'm like 10 years old. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I thought that I was like sick or something crazy. 
So I like wipe it out and I'm freaking and I go downstairs to where my bedroom was and I'm freaking out. And so then my Nana calls me up for dinner and I was like, can you come down here? Can you come down here? She comes down and I was like, something's wrong with me. And I'm like telling her what happened. And instead of this woman, instead of being like, oh, that's normal. Like you're probably going to start your period soon. She goes, oh, well, that's just what happens when your body is ready to have sex. Oh. And I. Oh, Nana. (laughs) She thought you were just super wet. She thought you were just like, I'm dripping. And of course, I was, so I'm 10 years old and I was super sheltered, super Christian. So then I think that I'm like, I've sinned. Like I'm thinking like, oh, I'm like, like I am in the wrong for this. So then I was like, I don't deserve dinner. And I stayed downstairs and I didn't eat dinner and I prayed the rest of the night. And you were like, I need someone to punish me. That the Lord would, would (laughs) cure me basically of my horniness. And he did. I haven't been horny since. Nice. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. This episode sucks. This episode <laughs> fucking sucks, guys. Can you imagine? Can you imagine telling a ten-year-old, "Oh, you're just horny." Oh, if your pussy's you're just, just fucking wet. Horny. Damn, you should talk to my wife. I've just been reading Nietzsche. I'm the over youth here. pastor, <laughs> dude. Wait, reading Nietzsche. Megan, you didn't yeah. take a Mucinex for your vagina? I also no. God that's, damn that's a real it. Thing. I also think it's funny because that also implies that. This relative of yours has like her, every time she's got boogers coming out of her pussy when she's really feeling it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Nice. Or that any time she's ever hey. had discharge, which is normal, that she's like, "Fuck, it's uh, like yes. out of fuck." <laughs> oh, Nana. <laughs> well, it's time. <laughs> yeah. I got my snot pocket is ready. Yeah. She's like, "Bud, get Bruh. in here. It's time." Don't say names. Don't say names. <laughs> Nana and Bud are so, they're so vague names. I guess you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's not well, either of them close right. to their real names. Well, my pussy's sneezing. <laughs> you hear like, Achoo! time to become a superhero. He's like, he's like, mm, bless you. Yeah. Gazoon tight. Jesus. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on. This episode sucks. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> D- did I tell you I was uh they they gave me lean once when I was no. in college? Alcohol? No, no lean, lean. Like cough syrup. The, the cough syrup you used to make lean. Yeah, so you make it by combining it with alcohol. Well, yes, they gave me the codeine syrup and I did make it into lean. I yes. see. There you go. Yes. Uh I was I had bronchitis um in college and I I've had like really bad cops before. They just like gave me fucking Motrin for your throat or whatever the fuck. But um, for some reason at the UT College Pharmacy, um, the doctor, or not the pharmacy, but the doctor, she looked at me and she asked, like, are you someone who gets addicted to drugs? And then she's <laughs> like, no, probably not. She looked at my outfit. I was wearing, like, UT Fucking sweatpants. And this UT would be sweater. my sketch this week if, if I was writing one. <laughs> yeah. A doctor just giving the flimsiest interview. Are you someone that... Yeah. This boy no, needs lean. It's like, a, it's like a guy in a ski mask and he's got like a an, a French black and white striped sweater and a big bag and the, <laughs> and the police officer's like, are you someone that would break into a bank? <laughs> What's no. funny about that too, Austin, is that... As if a doctor is just like, are you the kind of person to get addicted to drugs? And there's just someone sitting there like tweaking the fuck out. And they're like, no, no. Yeah. And then she just what gives it to them? 
Well, she donated me the codeine syrup, and it was the best fucking week of my life. Oh, my fucking She donated God. it to you? No, she prescribed, prescribed it to, it to me. you. Oh, okay. She had, yeah. And she also had gold teeth and a big chain. <laughs> and that's why they call her Mike Jones. She had two styrofoam <laughs> cups, one inside the other. Yeah, I did think Dr. Swizzle was a weird name. Yeah. yeah. Man, our medical Swizzle. system is so cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's a villain. Dr. Swizzle? That's Do- an an- no, you're right. That's an Dr. anti-hero. Dr. Swizzle? <laughs> I'm Dr. Swizzle. I don't play by the rules. <laughs> Jimmy, have you ever had a weird encounter at like a hospital or at a doctor? Like, I remember uh, no, but never. Um, <laughs> there, I remember being a kid and like they would make us go to the nursing home and like sing for the old people. Yeah, and it was so disgusting. I hate that shit. We had to. Y'all really sh- don't like old people, huh? Ugh. So gross. Varicose veins creep me the fuck out. Really? Yeah. Well, like we had people. to we had to go and shake their hands, and they had that softest, wrinkly hands, yeah. and it made me. Ugh, it just made my skin oh, crawl. I love old people. I fucking hate kids. The one old person that yeah, listens to this show. Too. You just said that, and he was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> have y'all ever had any surgeries? Yes, what, I've had. What kind of surgeries have y'all had? I've had two in the same spot. Your no. ass. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be in front of your cyst. Yeah, it's not funny. It's not. Well, I mean, it's kind of funny. How'd you get it? Tell us how you got okay, your cyst, Austin. So this is disgusting, but I've had. I'm a, not gonna like it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> sometimes there's hair down there <laughs> in your underwear, and uh, in, in your tush. Right. It's all hair. I don't even have an ass. That's just all hair. I just have two so big ass. So if you of have hair. a lot of hair on your butt. And you are someone who plays a lot of video games and gets their self-worth. Um, what do you mean? What is video games so mean to you? You know how like sometimes we hang out and there are like pieces on a board? Yes. And we organize those pieces and we get points for that mm-hmm. based on how we organize them and give pieces to one another. And usually there's sheep involved or trading good wood, you know. Imagine that. But in a computer. I don't think so. Okay, it's foreign concept. Um, you you have to you have to really master Nietzsche before you can move on to video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm skimming. Yeah, I get to yeah. reading. So I, I I sat around a lot as a kid because I played video games and I was in theater. Um, you 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 pretty much sit all day. You don't have to do sports when you're when you're really funny. You don't have to do that. Huh. Did you know that? Did you know that if you're really funny, you don't have to like do physical activities? You can still do it though. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, in order to impress women though, I kind of do the bare minimum, so I just be funny. Just what? be funny. Just be funny. Just it's be worked funny. so far. Kind of, yeah. So I sat around a lot, and they were like, and on, uh, what happened was, is I started getting blood in my wipes when I went to do number two. Yeah. I was really worried about that. You you'll ever get bloody That's wipes? That's normal. That's normal for you, Jimmy. Yeah, everybody has it. Do you do it? Like, how often is there blood in your stool? Every time. Huh. Huh. Yeah. It's cool. like black. That's good. He just, Jimmy just only eats maraschino cherries. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even blood. It's Does just it, cherry. I was going to say, is it like blood or is it just red cherry? Yeah. It's just cherry juice. It's just cherry juice. <laughs> yeah. Well, Megan, Megan, you told about that last week about that giant fucking shit. Most people you ever had. Oh, yeah. I bled a lot when I had that shit. Mm-hmm. But because my asshole was gaping, not because I had bad poops. So wow. Well, what happened is a long hair <laughs> in my butt got trapped underneath the skin and formed a cyst. 
but it's in a very specific area right underneath my tailbone. Yeah. It's called a pilonidal cyst. It's also called trucker butt. <gasps> trucker butt? <laughs> trucker booty. Yep. It's also called trucker butt. Because you were sitting down. That is. Sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, probably the funniest thing they could have called trucker it. Trucker butt. Trucker booty. One yeah. doctor's like, what do you think we should call it? And the other doctor's like, that shit is. That's trucker butt. That's trucker butt. The Hell frustrating yeah. thing about my diagnosis, though, is I told doctors, oh, there's blood in my wipes. Because I don't, I don't have a mirror. I can't fucking look. Mm-hmm. You know, by my underneath my tailbone, in between my ass cheeks. Yeah, you well, grew a tail. You yeah. had a full ass. Well, tail. no, the tail went inside me. The hair went in. Oh. Ingrown tail. Ingrown tail. Um, and so they're like, "Oh, you probably have a stomach virus." I don't know what's wrong with you. I had doctors just like examine me and do X-rays on me, but none of them like decided to. Look. I'm farting blood. They, none, none, of them, none of them. None of them looked at my butt. None yeah, of them actually were looked like, at butt. No, we're not looking at it. They're like, we'll just need a stool sample, and they're yeah. like, we'll also do an X-ray. This I'm like, is, just look at my butt. This look is it. why <laughs> it costs two hundred and fifty dollars now. Yeah, because yeah. when you don't pay the two hundred and fifty dollars, they're like, your stomach's fucked. Yeah. Will you look at my butt? Just yeah. look at my ass. Just dog. look at my ass, because I'm not the only one in my family to have had that. Oh my god! Right. So, uh, anyways, and then finally, I got the fucking fourth doctor, and I said the words, I said the words pilonidal cyst, and he's like, "Huh?" And he had to like look it up really quick. Oh jeez! And he was like, "I know a guy who does that." Jerry, Google that. Google. I know a guy who does that, and I had to go deep into like Houston, like Houston Medical Center, to get it removed. To that's just go like, see the guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I deal with those all the time." That's like their big thing. It's one guy's big thing. It's one doctor. Yeah, like, yeah, I take care I of them. I fuck around with trucker yeah. butt. And he's like, you know, usually, you know, usually they're fatter, but like this is a first for me. You're, you're the so you're he the he insulted guy. your you got a little skinniness. So you got a little string bean ass on you, yeah. boy. That's what he was saying. He was saying you're fit, fit to have a. All right. And he's like, you're pretty fit to have the fucking trucker booty. And he was like, no, you're still pretty inactive, but you're not. You know, usually develops in like people <laughs> in their forties who are more inactive. So he's like, uh, you're funny, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, women like because I'm like me because I'm funny." Oh I was like, God. "Oh, okay, Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ, yeah." yeah. Um, and so he removed it, um, and it it's a weird procedure. Basically, they just like dig with their finger. With their, <laughs> they take their little fingy, a fingy, sometimes two fingies, mm-hmm. and they just take the the cyst and they like cut around it and then just pull it out. But it's like a huge like this, this like much. on like like on something on like Doctor Pimple Popper or something where kind they dig it out. Well, they had to put me under for it. Damn, that's Holy how much shit. they like dug that much skin out for me. Damn, yeah. I had I had hemorrhoids really bad. I hate this in episode in college. <laughs> yeah. and it was I had a hemorrhoid. Were you just shitting all the time? Huh? Well, were you just shitting no, all the time? People in my family just get hemorrhoid problems because we got a little we got a little baggerly assholes. <laughs> I'm just gonna do sound bites <laughs> to cope. Well, and he also, every time I go to the doctor, they say you got a you got an asshole like a cat. You also hadn't discovered Ooh. that you were lactose intolerant yet. Oh yeah, I definitely. I was just eating, just eating milk and cheese. Yeah. And uh, I had a really bad hemorrhoid, and it was causing like skin tags too. It was like just destroying Ew, my uh, ass. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> and so um, I mean, it was mostly blood down there. I mean, I really think whenever it was just blood he, and hair. Whenever his surgery was over, he kept singing. Well, oh, you say your thing. He kept singing "Mask Off" too. Because they had me the on nurses. that shit, dog. They, yeah. had, they, they they pumped me full of that shit. They thought he was very like, funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> so he, when we got in the car, he just blared it and stuck his head out the window and was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. so they put me under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a flap and I'm just going to cover over the hole. So essentially there's like a little skin flap and then just like a giant hole in my body mm-hmm. that takes three months, about a month and a half to recover. And he's like, this is an improvement because what I had to used to do before I developed this technique, I would just have patients lie on their stomachs for four months. Because they just had a giant hole dug out of them. <gasps> and you How just did they poo? Uh, no, it's not in your asshole. It's at the base of your tailbone. It's like the base of your tailbone. So it's like right there at the top of the crack. Mm. And he's like, well, he, they just have to take out the bandages and just repack it every time. Ah. Uh-uh. Uh, no. Uh, That's yeah. not what they had to do. My Ooh. other, my other family member had to have that happen. Ew. They described it like that. Um, and so I was like, well, okay, great. And then a month and a half, it's fine. And then a year later, I get it back. Oh no, you did. That was my first year of college. I, my first year of college. Now, here's the embarrassing thing: the if That's, the cyst is not, big enough, you guys, if you're it's not, not been embarrassing yet. Well, no, the embarrassing part it was embarrassing before, um, because I would sit down. I didn't realize I had it. So if you're not yeah. draining it, like a like a pimple, right? <sighs> I would just get it in my shorts and I'd be, <laughs> I'd have a yeah. I would just how it would look like I have bloody shits and I shit myself bloody shits. Yeah, and then imagine getting on your freshman year of college. You don't leave your dorm room. Oh, my God. I, so, did, so I didn't leave my dorm room for a month just so I could finish out my semester, and then I had to go back and get a second surgery. But now it's gone forever. If As long as I don't fucking be a, a lard ass. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, here's the thing. For the second one, I didn't go to that guy again. I was like, fuck that guy. And he's like, yeah, fuck me too. You have scar tissue. I don't want to see you. I'm going to take you to a plastic surgeon. Oh, yeah? I uh, got a plastic titties? surgeon. Yeah, he put some titties on my ass. Hell, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. I what? Yes. Now, nah, he like he like literally brought brought it in. He tightened my ass up. So, nice. it's pretty great. So you got a tight booty. I've had work done on my ass. Hoboken wow. Pies. The best place to get the cat's pizza. They serve pizza for cats now. I'm looking at my cat, and he loves Hoboken Pies. You ask for... You have to go to the back door to get it. You can't go through the front. They don't have it in the front. All right, back to the show. All right, Megan. So uh, this week, instead of all of us writing a sketch, Megan brought some pre-written material into the show. Um, so Megan, I'm going to let you take over from here. Well, also, I feel like you should mention that that this is going to be like a thing on the yeah, show. Yeah. You so we're going to be we're going to be playing playing around with like episode format. Um, so. Every every other week we're gonna be someone's gonna come in with pre written material and the other weeks will be um, spontaneously written in an hour. Yay! So exciting. Um, okay, boys. So we're gonna start off with this sketch that's called Chronic Migraines. Um, and as you can see, all of your characters are listed there. No one is playing Brenda, the mother of the bride, because she doesn't have any lines. Um. Yeah. So if y'all just kind of look over. Who you're playing. I don't want to give too much away. All right. So. Okay. And you guys have actually all re- read this previously, but it was several months ago. So. Okay. Hopefully it'll be kind of fresh. Um, but yeah, so this is. Oh, and and let me say this. Chronic Migraines, this sketch, is my most polished of the three that we're going to read. And they're going to get less polished as we go. It's like the, the third one that we're going to read I wrote last night. Um, and I need a lot of help with it because I wrote it with 101 fever. Oh, that's so very cool. Yeah. Okay. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. This is chronic migraines. We open on an outdoor nature scene. There is calm, happy music playing. Ryan is preparing to go climbing with his wife. 
I don't let migraines get in my way. I use Nile Dollar. He, he belays his wife as she climbs. We then cut to Celeste. Two kids circle her and run away. She shrugs. I don't have time to deal with pesky migraines. That's why I use Nihil Dollar. As she's setting the table and waving down her kids. It keeps me going so I can care for those closest to me. We cut to Joan. Joan is being led through a park on a walk. Joan is blind. She's wearing sunglasses and is trying to address the camera. And her assistant is trying to point her head in the right direction by moving her chin while also directing her on the walking path. Before Nihil Dollar, I could barely get out of bed. We see a nail sticking straight up on the sidewalk in front of Joan. Her assistant does not see it. But now, I go for walks all... Joan steps on the nail. Oh! Ah! What? Holy fuck! What the fuck, dog? Jesus! Fucking Christ! Chris! Chris, um, you have one job! Uh, we cut to Ryan. He's sitting next to his wife. He passes her a sandwich from his backpack. No more missing out on the weekend with my wife. Cut to Celeste. She's at her daughter's debate competition. No more missing seeing my daughter shine. She does the shh motion and smiles. Cut to Joan. She's seated on a park bench. Chris has pulled the nail out and Joan is bleeding a lot. Oh, Chris, no, you're not supposed to pull it out. Oh, damn it. Is it, is it bleeding? Oh, it's bleeding a lot, isn't it? Oh, we're going to be late. Chris checks her watch and makes a worried look. She picks Joan up and they start rushing away, leaving a little trail of blood behind. They are running to a chapel on the other end of the park. They burst through the doors. Did we make it? The usher lets them in and they sneak to a back row and sit quietly. The bride and groom are standing at the altar. And now the bride and groom have each prepared their own vows. He hands the mic to the groom. Meredith. I can't believe we've spent these wonderful last seven months together. When we first met that fateful day at the pizza shop on Keith and 25th, I knew my life would forever be changed. We see a shot of the mother of the bride motioning to her daughter to fix her posture. She does, and the mom gives the okay sign and a wink. That night, I was hanging out with my buddy John, and he said he knew you were right for me. Isn't that right, John? We see John standing in line with the other groomsmen. He is crying so hard his mascara runs. He gives a nod before boohooing more. Yeah. John and I talked all night about what my future would look like with you. It's too bad John has to move to Boulder, Colorado next month for a job opportunity because I'll miss our late night talk sessions. We hear a sob from John in the line. He really has meant so much to me. He looks to John. Meredith, through grimaced teeth, pulling Michael's hands to get him to look back. Babe, what about me? The mother of the bride gets Meredith's attention and gives the smile signal with an open mouth grin plastered on. Meredith does her best real smile and looks back at Michael. Yes, and he has meant so much to us. If it weren't for John, I would have never had the courage to ask you out. A louder sob comes from John. And after all these months, I'm so glad you said yes. So I make this vow to you, to love you for all my days and to cherish each moment I have with you. Here's to the next seven months. Thank you, Michael. Meredith? He hands the mic to Meredith. Before Meredith can say her first word, her mother is motioning to her to project. She does this a couple times. Michael, look around. We're here. We made it. 
Never in a million years. Mother of the bride gives the smile sign. Never in a million years did I think I would find someone with as much patience as you. And Lord knows you need it with me and my bi-weekly trips to Target. <laughs> Mother of the bride signals her when to stop laughing, then gives her the go-ahead to continue on mouthing along as she's mouthing along to the vows. I vow, in turn... To also show you patience, even when you leave your hair in the sink after shaving. <laughs> after, after everything we have been through the last seven months, the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, I feel so lucky to be standing here. Mother of the bride now aggressively signaling to smile. To be standing here by your side. Mother of the bride stands and is signaling big to smile. By your side. Mother of the bride comes to the front with a tub of Vaseline. She puts a glob on her fingers and smears it on Meredith's teeth and then returns to her seat. By your side today. So now in front of all of our friends and family and God, let's get married. Mother of the bride breaks out in applause. She is the only one. When she's done, she sits back down, gives the okay sign, and winks. Well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, may I present Mr. and Mrs. White. You may now kiss the bride. They kiss and music plays. The guests stand and throw rice as the couple return back up the aisle. Joan is seen throwing rice directly into the person in front of her's head. We cut to the reception. There is a loud, non-copyrighted dance music playing and lights flashing. We see Joan on the dance floor. No more staying in on the weekend. Thanks, Nihil Dollar. Joan proceeds dancing as the health warnings of the medicine are narrated. Joan starts to lead a conga line and tramples the guests in her path. <laughs> wow. Uh. Give me the, give me the. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I was, boo. I was taken in. I was sucked in. <laughs> give me the big suck. Woo. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, woo thanks, Nihil Dollar. Thanks, Nihil Dollar. Is it Nihil Dollar? Nihil Dollar? Nihil Dollar, right? Is it Nihil Dollar? I honestly dealer? don't remember. I wrote this back in the Is it Nietzsche Dealer? I think it's Nihil Dollar. I'm a Nietzsche Dealer. Nihil Dollar. Thanks, Nihil Dollar. I don't really care, though. Me neither. Yeah. Me heel dollar. It's kind of like French. You can just kind of say it however kinda you like want. Kind of like French. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So that's, that's that sketch. I, when did when did you first write this? Because I like faintly remember it. Back like, it, like in September. Yeah. You've never written this. I've never You never wrote this. You didn't Admit write this. It. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't write this. I I liked it, it's very and good. I think I had the funnest part, so I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I like the sketch within a sketch. Yes, um, thank you. I also played a secret character that you guys didn't know about. Which oh, one? The guy at the end. Fuck, <laughs> you reading, heard that? Reading the end, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that one. Man. Good one. Yeah. I feel very like, nice, Megan. I feel like that one's pretty, pretty solid. I don't it's feel very like solid. that one's really... Anyway, so the next one we're going to read is called Lunch Line. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hold on. So I'm going to read for one of the students in this just because I, I like this sketch. Um, okay, lunch Line. 
So if you guys will all look at at who you are who you are playing, and uh, and then uh, just let me know Got when, it. when you're ready. Okay, great. This is lunch line. We open on a kindergarten classroom. The teacher is just finishing up a lesson. All right, class. If you brought lunch today, grab it from your I'm cup. So, I'm so sorry. Can you be like a Miss Honey type of teacher? Like, Miss Honey? Like from Matilda? Like just kind and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to switch? You can You can be this no, character if top. you want to play Take it from the top. Aaron. Take it from the top. Start it over. This is lunch line. We open on a kindergarten classroom. The teacher is just finishing up a lesson. I like this character choice of not reading the lines. Oh, or something else. <laughs> I can't. In my, in my heart. Do you want to play? Do you want to play Aaron? I can do it. You can switch with. I Blake. can do it. It's her script. She's directing. I it. can do it. I can do it. Hey, can you get it together? Can I hold on. Give me a second. Give me five that's, seconds. That's Aaron. That's how I'm reading. Give me Aaron. a second. Great. He okay. gets to do the voice I was going to do. I just said you can switch. Up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Or if you want me to play the teacher, you can, can play it. Meg. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. <laughs> we open on a kindergarten classroom. The teacher is just finishing up Fuck, a lesson. Start over. Start over. <laughs> I fucked it. I fucked it. I fucked it. I'm sorry. I should have given it to Austin. No, start over. I can do it. I can do it. Start over. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> we open on a kindergarten classroom. The teacher is just finishing up a lesson. <laughs> what, if, what, what if I was like, oh, no, I won. Sorry. I'm sorry. Start over. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut this. I can't. You know I can't. You can't. <laughs> Can you read the fucking line? What is this, French? <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Oh my I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right, class. If you brought lunch today, grab it from your cubbies and go get in line. Tommy speaks up. I named this character Tommy after the, after the Tommy Hilfiger outfit that he has on, denoting that his family has money. Oh, uh, Mrs. Maxwell. Yes, Tommy. It's just not fair. What's not? <laughs> what's not fair? Well, you see, my mommy packs my lunch, so I always have to go get it from my cubby, and so I'm I'm never the line leader. The kids who buy lunch in the cafeteria get to be line leader. Hmm. I suppose I see your point, but. You can be line leader to go other places, like when we go to gym class. The kids who buy lunch can be the first in line for this. Meg speaks next. She's a cute kid, but obviously is on the free and reduced lunch plan. Yeah, besides Tommy, kids whose mommies pack their lunches get to sit down first and always save seats for their friends. So even if you aren't a line leader, you get to pick seats. Jane, another rich kid, speaks. But I want to be line leader and pick seats. Yeah, me too. Other kids holding lunch boxes say similar things all at once. Okay, okay, kids. Everyone calm down. I'm sure there is a way that we can figure out a way we think we all think is fair. How about after lunch when we come back to class, we share our ideas and see if we can compromise. But I want to be line leader today. I'll pay. You'll pay? Yes, I will pay. It's not like I need the money. I'll pay too. My mommy always packs a Jackson in my lunchbox. Aaron speaks up. He is obviously about to cry. He's a poor. Aaron turns his pockets out. But Miss Maxwell, I, I don't have any money. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that, Aaron. Maybe you just don't get to be the line leader for lunch. 
It's not such a big privilege to give up, and if the kids whose parents can afford to pack them lunch want to pay to be the line leader, does it really matter? Well, I guess not, but why should they be able to just pay for stuff they want? What's next? Paying kids off at recess for time on the swing? I would pay for that. (laughs) Hmm. Sounds like you could make some money at recess. The kid that buys lunch, the kids that buy lunch are getting frustrated, but are noticing the teacher isn't really on their side, so they just kind of look around at each other and then back to Miss Maxwell. Okay, well, can Mary at least be first every day? We cut to Mary, a student in the classroom we have yet to see who's in a wheelchair. Fine, but only to make me look like Ikea. So that settles it then. Good, good. Line up, kids. We're late for lunch. We cut to the next day in the classroom. Miss Maxwell is dressed as a flight attendant and has a little speaker box on her desk. She finishes up a lesson at the whiteboard and proceeds to sit down at her desk and pick up her speaker. Thank you so much for your patience. We are going to get right into it, folks. I'd like to give a special thanks for our Diamond and Gold Elite members and our now lining up guests who are in need of any assistance today. The kids with lunchboxes are already standing up by their desks with headphones in, scrolling on their phones, waiting impatiently to be called, while Mary makes her way to the door to start the line. Last call for anyone needing assistance today. Now, lining up, Diamond and Gold Elite members, thank you for choosing Central Elementary. As soon as the pause above ends, the kids holding lunchboxes start filing into place. We get a shot of the other kids slouching in on their desks, slouching in or on their desks. It holds there for a long time in silence. We hold this shot while we hear. Now lining up basic zone A. A couple kids stand up and walk towards the door. Mm. Was that? Somebody traveled recently. Yeah, huh? was that? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Are you a method writer? Hold on. A method writer. Yeah, I write meth when I write. Hold on. Aaron here. Um, <laughs> How comes they get to get on first just because they have money? Yep. That's the question. And here's the answer. Teachers don't get paid enough was the moral. Yeah. Both, actually. Here's the answer. Capitalism. <laughs> Beware. So, um. Boom. You, you, is this, this is the middle one, right? Yes. I, re- I really love the concept. Thank you. I remember when you pitched this concept to me a week ago. I loved it so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, I wrote this back in like uh, March, I think. Honestly, more. Yeah, it was I, good. I'd love to read more. Great. Um, my one note is, I know you said the teacher's desperate for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there, was I just not paying attention or was I not, let's see. i just like to see um, uh, her turn. Just be like, I don't know if that's exactly fair. Right. But then she's like, oh, I don't have money either. Right. Yeah, I just kind of went for that she accepts the I just, bride. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of like that the teacher's immediately like, yeah, okay. Just, yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Just a very I'll easy sell. Because also, she's not making money, is she? Or is she? She probably isn't. I mean, isn't. she's paid, but not enough, probably. Yeah. That's what no, I, I mean, for. by the kids doing the pay. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's They're the paying thing. her. Oh, I didn't. Okay. They get, I thought, I thought they were paying each other. They get other. tangible privilege because of the money. They're paying her. Mm-hmm. They and then her I, I, I really liked where she, money. where oh, Meg oh, is like, oh, oh. she's like, well, what's next? Are they just going to start paying for everything they want? And she's like, looks like you could make some money at recess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's saying that as she's counting the money that the kids are handing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's funny. That's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, what if it's like, like to her conceptually, it's like, 
the teacher she's like uh oh why would that, that that sounds not fair you know what that's right that's privilege but then the kids hold out the cash and she's like well shit fuck okay yeah like yes. put a number on it if you put a number like five dollars yeah. no five hundred okay i mean i mean jane the kids has a, like, jane has twenty dollars she says i got a jackson in my lunchbox one of the kids is, is that, like everybody's got a price i thought that was a five dollar oh, bill what if what, what, what time is like what if like you Damn give five dollars every day and then jane also the gives penny. you five dollars if you think about it that's about fifty dollars extra a week that's two hundred dollars extra a month that's uh and then like does the yeah, numbers for and she's funny. like fuck i could really guess my rent yeah Shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I think there needs to be a baby that's a boss in this sketch. Oh yes. <laughs> I also love I also love Put the, a boss baby the kids with lunch boxes standing on their phones with headphones in being like What is it? And me? then going yeah. lining up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like this sketch. Me too. I want to see the entire world developed. Around so you're now. saying if everyone was in a wheelchair, everyone could go at the same time. Yes. That's communism. Well, we got some work to do. <laughs> Break, breaking, breaking their knees, breaking their knees. Hey, you could, you can, you can have this in there. You could totally ignore this note, okay? Because this might not even fit. This might even okay. be a bad note. Just like a joke about standby. Somehow, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's funny. That is funny about standby tickets. I'd love for I'd love for somebody to uh, be court-martialed. Oh. Yeah, after I'd love for they, someone to be shot. Get into uh, the lunch line. Is there a child police officer yeah. <laughs> in the room? Or maybe, oh, you know what would be funny? Is yeah. if like uh, one of the kids who buys a lunch brings a lunchbox that's empty just so they can get closer to the line. And they're like, sorry, we're going to have to check your bag. And somebody like tries to bring a weapon on like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, they hijack the line. No, <laughs> and then they, and then in the next one they've got a gun on the lunch lady. Yeah, and then the lunch lady, and then was and the bomb the whole time. And the lunch lady, ooh. two kids, <laughs> two kids hijack the line and then destroy the cafeteria. <laughs> and then we cut to ten years later, some other kid listening to a podcast, and he's like, "No, you, no, the guys that hijacked that line all got U.S. passports." From a guy that worked yeah. for the school. He worked for the school. Yeah. 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 Strawberry milk can't melt yeah. plastic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, he was literally in the administrative staff. Yes, good. This is good stuff. Okay. This is really good stuff. More Hot. more anti capitalist kindergarten classroom sketches. Got it. Cool. I love I love this one, Megan. Yeah, I really like this idea. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so this next one, it's called Getting to Know You. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I just said U.S. passports. It would be funny if instead of saying U.S. passports, it's they got hall passes. Oh, yeah, that is funny. That's very funny. You're very funny, Logan. Yeah, um, that's good. That's good. That's really good. So I'm not actually going to read for this at all. Austin, if you will read the screen directions. Great. Um, and then, Logan, the narrator has the majority of these lines. Is it a girl or a it's guy? A, it's a lady, but aggressive. Very aggressive. <clears throat> Just like that. Cool. Oh my god, five pages. I'm so excited. Listen to this. Okay. There's a there's a uh knot in my or a notch in my phone that uh, where I broke it. You hear that? Yeah. So anyway, so she didn't hear it. So um Jimmy Lily is about ten years old. Um, she's a little girl, so read it like that. Blake, Ooh, you can read the mom, hello. however. Ma'am. And then Logan, the, Ma'am. like I said, 
The narrator Hello. is very aggressive. Um, and then in terms of this sketch, it is based off of something that you guys might not know about, but I want to talk about it at the end. And I have a lot Gay of... Gay science. Yes. I have a lot of ideas for this We know a little bit about sketch, that. And I asked some of my friends um, about some ideas for it as well. So I want to discuss those with you guys too um, in terms of like fully fleshing it out. Are you doing but another podcast that we're not on about no, writing I just, sketches? No, no, no. I just asked my friend because of the content what it is i asked some of my girlfriends you're on another podcast where you Wait, write sketches on, where it's all on girls talking, and one guy no, no no logan i think she's talking to her friends but not recording it that's a, what? what that's fuck that's an analog cast that's what you're talking about <laughs> i'm kind of vintage like that that's very i vintage. hate it you are yeah that's so you, so, you're a little bohemian girl. <laughs> <laughs> bohemian so girl. I want to talk about some of those ideas afterwards, but okay. I didn't get to edit this after talking to them because I've been running a fever all all day yesterday and all day today. Um, so it might be a little bit whack because I didn't get to proofread this. Uh, so yeah, so there's that. So this is called Sorry. Getting to Know You. We open on a girl softly sniffling in her bed when there's a knock on her door. It's her mother. Sweetie, you doing okay? Go away, Mom. I don't want to talk about it. Huh, I thought you would say that. Can I come in just for a second? Ugh, fine. The mom enters holding a small hardback book. I had a feeling you wouldn't want to talk about things, but I, I don't want you to be left all alone. So I thought this might help. She hands her the book. Your grandmother gave this to me when I was about your age. It's all about... Well, it's, it's about growing up. Mom, you know the internet is a thing, right? She gestures to her two-monitor PC setup where her MacBook is also sitting on the desk next to her charging iPhone. I know, I know. Listen, you don't want to have to read... You, do, you don't have to read it. But just in case you want a break from your screens and some help from real women, well, I'll just leave this with you. Mom kisses her daughter on the forehead and heads out of the room, leaving the book on Lily's bed. <laughs> Lily throws herself onto her bed and screams into her pillow for a moment. She then gets up and checks her phone. There are no notifications and her battery is still pretty low. She slumps back onto her bed and her gaze finds the book eventually. She picks it up and opens into the first page. We are now looking at the book from her perspective, and the woman on the page comes to life and narrates. The remainder of this sketch goes back and forth between the book and Lily, where we see her reaction to some of the more crass statements. Hi, welcome to Getting to Know You, the book that's all about helping you get to know you a bit better. Get started by turning the page. Lily does. On the next page, there's an oval mirror on one side. Go ahead, you fucking baby. Take a look at it. That's right. This page is for any of you who haven't had the guts to stick a handheld mirror down there and take a little look-see. Lily scoffs and turns a page. Uh-oh. Did you take a peek and find a globby flesh mess? Looks like you might have an Audi vag. And even if you don't, don't ever tell anyone what your vagina looks like because it is shameful and you should be embarrassed. We look over to the other side of the page. Whew. Now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about periods. That's right. You guessed it. It's that horrible, horrendous blood monster that's going to visit you for the rest of your life. Oh, you thought it was going to get better as you got older? Well, thank again, honey. Take a look at this. Lily turns the page. On it, we see a diagram of a woman's vaginal cannel. <laughs> cannel. 
Virgin alert. Virgin alert. Dude, I've seen a camel, dude. Virgin. 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 Virgin sensor turning on. No, I've had sex. I've had so much sex, Logan. I've had sex with so many women. You met them. Here, this is my this is my virgin sensor. You've met some of them. They admitted it, and they w- there wasn't a gun to their head. They said they had sex with me. You know them. They've described my penis. You, they've descri- <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I completely lost. <laughs> What's a candle? <laughs> when you're when you're older, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like a horse, but it's got a longer head and it's got bumps on its back. Ew. Here's the deal, sweet cheeks. You're going to bleed no, no, every... No, no, no. I got it. You're going to finish it. Li- okay. Lily turns the page. Anna, we see a diagram of a woman's vaginal canal and uterus. Here's the deal, sweet cheeks. You're going to bleed every month until you hit menopause. See page 12. But you already knew that. So let's get into the stuff you didn't know. You see this right here? She points to the cervix. This is called the cervix, and it's a pain in the ass, but not if you take it in the ass. Hey-oh, see page six. This little baby right here is what causes pain during your period. If you choose to get an IUD, see page eight, during birth, see page 10, and sometimes during sex, not to mention is the home of the fourth most common cause of cancer in women. LMAO, I can hear the hysterectomy now, see page 13. We look to the other side of the page. Back to periods, though. Some of the things you should know is that now that you have a period, you can get pregnant, which means that every stomach ache you get for the rest of your life will make you second guess if you're having a period, if you're pregnant, or if you ate some bad Thai food. Good luck typing your symptoms into Google without getting a pregnancy test first, bitch. We turn the page. (laughs) Now, before we really speak about babies... We've got to talk about sex and girl to girl. There is something even more more important. There is, mm-hmm. there is something even more important than talking about sex, and that's we move over to the next side of the page, and we see the narrator dressed as a parade leader, swinging a cane, followed by a band where she is screaming, "Masturbation!" <laughs> we turn the page. Listen here, tits. Vaginas are gross. Your tits are going to sag, and pregnancy will literally ruin your entire body, not to mention your life. But what do we have going for us that sweet little bean boy sitting at the top of your gross little stinky Audi? Check out these diagrams and give them a go-to when you see what... Give them all all a go to see what you like. Okay. Check out these diagrams and give them all a go to see what you like. And if you really feel bold, go buy a vibrator for some adult toy company that sponsors one of those podcasts that your mom doesn't know you listen to. But whether you're using your fingers, a vibrator, or straight up nine inch or oh, nine, inch. nine inch. Yeah, sorry. It's, I thought it said nine in a dildo, and I was like, is that a girl word that I don't know? <laughs> But whether you're using your fingers, a vibrator, or a straight-up nine-inch dildo, you got to lose some yube. <laughs> Unless you're using your fingers. This is this is if I this is if uh, John McCain, no uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> this is if Dick Cheney did this. But whether you're using your fingers, a vibrator, or a straight-up nine-inch dildo, you got to use some lube. But if you can't get a hold of some name-brand shit. Grab some Vaseline from the first aid drawer. Steal some oil from the pantry. If this were in a visual medium, we would get a good look at many different positions of fingers to clit on the other side of this page. Lily looks intrigued. 
dog ears this page and then flips on. Now, the reason this is important is because you are going to need to know how to take the wheel when you finally do have sex with some undeserving male so that you can secure the bag when he has blown his load. Now, I'm not saying that all men are trash in the sack. In fact, I've never not orgasm in the act, but that's because I have a clit as sensitive as a phone screen and I can fully come vaginally because I'm better than you. Lily whispers Jesus Christ as she looks to the other side. In all seriousness, kid, this is the one good thing about having vagina, so don't fuck around and ask your mom for an adjustable shower head, but don't make it obvious. Next page. Strap in, babe, because it's all downhill from here. Next up, we got to talk about sex. We have to do it. I would say we should talk about birth control first, but if you go for the good stuff out the gate, you ain't got to worry about it. What's the good stuff, you ask? Take a wild guess, my friend. Butt stuff. It's butt stuff. You know, anal. Before you go flipping that page, hear me out. Other side. There are three main benefits to anal. The first is that you can't get pregnant. The second is that guys think it's hot and it will definitely make you stand out. And third is that it highly increases your chances of being able to stick it back in return, which is one of life's rare delights. Not to mention, not to mention is a, not to mention is a great option to change things up if you happen to become a, what is it <laughs> I know, right? I've pretty much sold you. But before you go sticking Sharpies up your asshole to start stretching that shit out, you've got to change your diet. I'm talking no dairy ever. And you really got to start cutting down on the iced coffees. How did she know that? Now, now, if you give that all you can muster, and it's just not your thing, the traditional dick might be for you. In which case, it's time to talk about birth control. Let me break it down for you. First, you got your pull-out method. This actually isn't all that bad if you become a tyrant about tracking your period, but honestly, I wouldn't risk it until your period is normal and you can afford a baby. Then there's condoms, but if this is your only plan, just see the above. Next, you got the pill, and my whole thing. Next, you got the pill, the most classic of female-controlled birth control options. Only side effects are going to be mood swings, acne, weight, weight loss, intense periods, no period at all, breast pain, depression, and most importantly, an embarrassment of your phone alarm going off twice a day in front of all your friends and your family. Okay, so how about implants? What are all the types? Well, there's the arm implants, which aside from the regular side effects listed under the pill, can cause intense bruising around the implant site and have been known to block blood vessels or wind up in the wrong places, like your lungs. Then there's the IUD, which, while this is the most effective form of birth control, requires your cervix to be dilated. You know, like giving birth, but only with this, it's dilated from the outside. So they can shove that little device up in your uterus, and it's going to be there for five years, poking your partner's dick or fingers every time there is penetration. Lily almost vomits as she turns the page. <sighs> You've had enough. I can tell. But I have good news. You can avoid all of this if you have a baby. You want a baby, right? Every woman wants a baby. And if you don't now, don't worry, you will. So let's talk all about birth, shall we? In my head, this page is very graphic. In Megan's head, not my head. It's not in my head. <laughs> so after the entire journey of pregnancy, where your hormones are going to be running so wild, you won't feel like yourself for months at a time while other people call you crazy. The first thing that happens to initiate the birthing process is the bloody show. Yup. You heard that right. The bloody show. You see all that mucus and blood and whatnot that's been plugging up your cervix is just going to spill out. 
Then your cervix is going to start to enlarge. How you doing, Jim? I hate this so much. In a much. level of pain, the military has ineffectively tried to imitate to use on the leftist revolutionaries they capture and torture to rat out their accomplices. Once your cervix has dilated from the size of a Cheerio to that of a bagel, that baby can come out. But don't be misguided. The vaginal cavity can still only handle less than 10 centimeters. So it's going to rip right open. And if you're lucky, it won't rip all the way to your asshole. But even if it doesn't, your backside is still going to be absolutely caked in shit. Where you explosive <laughs> diarrhea all over yourself because you are pushing so hard. But before we can get that cleaned up, we've got to get out the placenta or you'll die. Finally, once that is out, the doctors are going to have to stitch you up and they're going to have to give you an extra stitch and make a joke to your partner about keeping it tight. Next page. But then you got a baby. Oh, isn't it so worth it to have your baby? You fucking idiot. <laughs> isn't it so worth it to have your baby? It sure does feel like it until you hear your partner on the phone with his sister saying, yeah, we had our baby. But seriously, if you're reading this, that means that you have a mom. If your mom is in your life, you should thank her for all she went through to bring you here. Lily gives the book a skeptical look. I'm just kidding. Your mom is for sure a dumb cunt who probably doesn't know anything. Bare minimum, she makes sure she isn't hot enough. Bare minimum. <laughs> yep. Bare minimum, she makes sure she isn't hot enough to be a... M- the MILF among the boys of your school? I don't get that one. She, like... Otherwise, it'd be embarrassing. It'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Oh. LMAO, just kidding. Your mom is for sure a dumb cunt who probably doesn't know anything. Bare minimum, she makes sure she isn't hot enough to be the MILF among the boys at your school. Other side. Last but not least, we're going to talk about menopause. There comes a point in every woman's life where she can no longer bear children and she stops having a period. Isn't that nice? But luckily, the torture doesn't end there. You know all those symptoms you've been dealing with your entire life? You know, random weight gain, trouble sleeping, acne, mood swings, all of that. Imagine that, but all the time. And now you're just hot for no reason. But you also don't have the body to wear revealing clothes anymore. So you just get to sweat through that absolutely everything you own. And it will be visible. And it will be embarrassing. Lily closes the book in a rage. What the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? I have to do this forever? Lily sees the back of the book where the top reads. It doesn't stop there. Check out all the added details and missing topics and getting to know you too. Getting into the nitty gritty of preparing for things like for your first Brazilian, trying double penetration, and what to do when your partner suggests non-monogamy. Over two million copies sold. Lily starts to get overwhelmed. She puts down the book and goes to leave to talk to her mom. When she opens the door, she sees a jar of coconut oil that's been placed there. She looks one way down the hall, then the other. She shrugs, grabs the jar, and then closes the door. We cut to her mom who was sitting around the corner sweating balls and fanning herself with a loving smile on her face. Oh, oh my wow. God. Yeah. I don't get this one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it went over my head. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. What's a canal? What's, what's yeah. a canal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. So, women. So, women. <laughs> this sketch is based off of a book that literally every girl I've ever talked to owned called the care and keeping of you that was made and published by American girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the full, the full PDF of it. I read it again. Oh yesterday. wow. That does oh. look um, okay. 
Yeah, so... Putting that image here. I thought you were going to say, um, well, what's that book? The Bible. So... No. I was talking... So, like, they Kama have, like, Sutra? a bunch of... They have a bunch of topics, right? Like, they're just teaching author. you, like, this is why you should wear deodorant. And also, like... Pride and prejudice. When you grow hair down there, right? It's just the book that moms gave their daughters to be like, I don't want to talk to you about this. They're Here's gonna the they're gonna teach you. Yeah. yeah. Ew, yucky, um, ew, yuck. <laughs> yeah. No. So I wanted like this book is like really like sweet and empowering and just doesn't really prepare you for like how shitty it is. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be funny to write a sketch where it's like too much. Way too much. Oh, like the giving you the real the nitty gritty. Yeah, way too much nitty gritty. Um, but I, I, there's several things that I wanted to include, like growing boobs. And um, I didn't even get to, there's something in here. Oh, th- about the hysterectomy that I was like, see page 13. I didn't even get to like write on that. Um, what were, what were the I zoned out so fast. friends gave you? So on, my, the, on the weird podcast that wasn't recorded. What do you want to call that? Non-cast? A conversation? Non-cast. Yeah. Okay. So um, my friend who has given birth talked about, she was like, I think it would be funny. And I agree with this, but I didn't get a chance to rewrite it. She was like, I think it would be funny if you went really in depth about what the pregnancy process is like and how weird it is and all the weird symptoms that you get while you're pregnant. And then didn't focus on birth at all like made it really minimalized because mm. like everybody always talks about like birth is crazy and it hurts so bad. And then bad. that baby's ah. going to fucking pop out. Right. And so it's like you go into like all this shit happens <laughs> the and it's it. like, oh, and then you birth the kid and it's whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and then like talking about breastfeeding. I hope you like shitting and farting. Like breastfeeding is like, you're pregnant. Hurts now. really bad and makes your nipples chapped and like your areolas swell up and get purple. And like, there's like nice. all this shitty stuff that happens about being a woman. Um, that I didn't even get to touch on. And then one of my friends <laughs> talked about, so there's a page, which I won't show you guys because it feels a little bit like child porn, but there's a page Bruh. in the book <laughs> that talks about boob I development. Don't want to look at it. It's like, right. Okay, I'm not, maybe, I don't have it yeah. pulled up. It talks about breast development. And so it has picture diagrams, not of real women of illustrations, but what all the stages of your boobs growing looks like. So that you like know what to expect because your nipples grow first. So you get like real pointers. Right. And then, then it like develops underneath a little bit. (laughs) So then you get what's called a breast bud. Right. So you just get kind of a bump on the underneath and then your mammary glands actually like start to develop. And so then they kind of round out. Right. That's when the titty comes in. And it has a whole chapter about like your boobs might not grow at the same time. So they might be lopsided and they're never going to be. One is always going to be higher. One is always going to be bigger. Like, just to make you not what? feel insecure about what, that what stuff. What if I didn't know any? What? <laughs> yeah. I'm um, sorry, what? And so I had a friend, we were talking about this book, and she was I've like, yeah. I've only done gay science my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> There's more? She, yeah. she was like, yeah, I was looking at that book. Like, when I was a kid, I got that book. <laughs> and I, I, was, I would just stare at that page <laughs> of, like, the breast development page. And then she, when she was older, she's now bisexual. She thought she was a lesbian for a little bit. And she thought, she was like, oh my God, that's why I was staring at that book. Titties. Yeah, it's because there were titties in it. So that book made her gay this science. One, this one is for your friend. That book gave her gay science. Yeah, so I don't know. There's just a lot of funny things about being a woman that's like. That are funny to women. so funny to women. I have a, if you do a breastfeeding edition. Yeah. Um, you, this could be a part two, obviously. 
you should have a little footnote be like you know how you used to have your significant other suck and bite on your nipples for fun and now you're asking a baby to do it don't think about that yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) that's what i'm saying man or like there's so much there's so much shit i mean like like even later like talking about like a period sex and like there's just so much fucked up shit about being a woman i feel like i could make three of these books I agree. And then the and then I want to. Can I write the boy sketch right now? Yes. This is the boy sketch. The boy is sitting and he's just playing video games or like playing basketball or something. And then his dad comes in. And he's like, "Da, get over here. Come here, da." And he's like, "What? What? What's wrong, dad?" And he's like, "I got a book for you. It's about sex." And he's like, "Okay." And he gives it to him and he opens it. It's one page and it says, "Don't rape." <laughs> he's like that's cool and he's like all right come on help me fix the car hold the flashlight <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah man that's good yeah mm. yeah no, that's good um, so sorry you guys don't really uh don't really get this but uh it's all right yeah. no i get it i just uh you know i've avoided it for a long time yeah yeah i've avoided knowing what goes on when, when i have sex with women, with women i don't even look yeah i don't cool. even look that lights way. off i don't want to yeah. know you pull one of these <laughs> I, I say, yeah. what's the filthiest part of my body? The, the part I pee pee out of. And I just put that down there. I put a bag on her head and I call her Steve. I don't even want to yeah, know. I don't want to know. know. Just turn over. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I also want to do like, oh, man, so fun. two things that I've had, and this isn't gender specific, but I've had hemorrhoids and shingles and mm-hmm. I'm 24. Um, and so I think it would be funny to talk about stuff like that. That's like, by the way, you can just get those things. Mm-hmm. Those things that you thought were for 50 year olds, you can get them. Hey, yep. Megan, I'm going to pitch to you right now on this podcast. What if it's like a web series? Oh, that's funny. That would be very funny. Yeah. You know how Barbie, there's like a Barbie YouTube channel that girls can watch. Mm-hmm. It could be like something like that. What if it's like the Lily? She has like seven volumes on her bookshelf. Yeah. And she's like, fuck, I can't believe I have to read another one of these. Yeah. But she's she like has I didn't to. Get, I didn't get to touch on STDs at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every episode starts with her looking out the window at all the boys playing baseball, just having the time of their life. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And another home run again from Robbie. God, it's awesome. Hey, everybody high five. Everybody high five. Let's go go eat Capri Suns and make out. I mean, uh, (laughs) uh, 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 watch TV. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, man. Being a woman is crazy. That is wild. Have I told my first period story on this show yet? No. Yep, you did, actually. I did. So funny. Jimmy remembers. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't want to Is it about the canal? You know. (laughs) Is that where that comes from? You just no, I'm literally shocked right now. You just now. don't want to hear it. I'm literally so shocked. Are you really? You didn't know any of this stuff? No, of course. Of course. Like, I know the out. Uh, you know, I know what a canal is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a canal is. But I just didn't know I was going to have to stare it in the face. Yeah. You know? You know, I will say. I'm going to send you some pictures, Jim. And I, when we. Please so, do. in my head, <laughs> if this is ever made, I want it yeah. to be oh. like. I want the narrator to be a live action. Yeah. But then I want her to be like acting in an animated space so that she can be like pointing to the diagrams and stuff. Very like the, the video of dinosaurs in Jurassic park, but the, oh but yeah. Yeah. Where, like where educationally Dr. Hammond is in it mm-hmm. and he's like talking to the little DNA guy like that. Yeah. You know, you did it again, Bob. I think if more men yeah, truly understood the pain and everything that went into childbirth and like what it meant for a woman emotionally and physically. Yeah. If they had any fucking shred of empathy, they'd be like, maybe I shouldn't put a baby in there. I think that's why we go to war. Well, and even, even, 
<laughs> I mentioned this for a bit in the sketch, but when you get an IUD put in, they dilate you about halfway from the outside Ugh. to put it in there. When I got mine put in, I bled for like three months Dude, straight. It was terrible. It was awful. Are you going to do it again? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, here's the thing. So I know other women who've got this. Is, this isn't even funny. A rag and a spray bottle. This isn't even funny, but I know, I know other women who've gotten the IUD who it made them fucking crazy because like that's the thing about birth control is that you'll get prescribed one and be like, hope it, hope it works. Right. Yeah. So some women start with the pill and it makes them crazy. And so then they get the arm implant. And they're like, this one works or whatever. I was lucky that the first one I tried, which was the IUD, like actually leveled out my hormones. I used to be crazy. And now that I'm on birth control, I'm not as crazy. Um, but I know women who've gotten... <laughs> Logan's like, what? I have a question. I know that women who have gotten the IUD and went fucking nuts. And so then they had to try something else. I, so I hear female comics all the time make jokes about how there's no male contraceptive. Yeah. Vasectomy. I, well, there's vasectomy, right? But that one's so like... None, none of the... A lot of the female contraceptives that I've heard of aren't permanent. I think the reason dudes don't give vasectomy so much is because it is permanent. I mean, you right? can have them reversed. Yeah. It's a fucking full surgery. Sure. But what I was going to say is, why aren't there? Because I, yeah. so I would get it. I would get it easy. They did the so pill. They, I was going to say they actually made I a would male do it. contraceptive. And you know what happened? Is that all of the guys in the study reported back that they gained weight, had acne, had terrible mood swings, so all this stuff. And so then they were like, with. yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. well, then this isn't an effective medicine. And they completely canceled it, took it off the market. You know, you know what women got to do? What? Stand up for yourself. <laughs> hey, get out there and, vo- get out there and vote. Jesus. If you're a, if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, we let y'all vote if you're now. A woman, Get out there and vote. And Nietzsche says, page 92 of Gay Science, war is the father of all good things. Oh, yeah? That's... Yeah. Wax is... And then the ne- another section is, talks about wax in one's ear. So whichever you need. You know, what, you know what you should add to your book mm. for the guys one that says don't rape? The joke is that it's one sentence. So It is still going to be one sentence. It's just going to say don't rape and wear a condom. Maybe. Hey, Momo. Oh, my well, God. Condom optional. It's I'll workshop it. Uh, condom optional time. Don't rape, colon, condom optional. High five. <laughs> the guy in the book, high, high five. Hey, let's get out of here. Y'all want milkshakes? Let's go yeah. get a milkshake. Yeah, everybody gets a milkshake. Everybody gets a trophy. Thanks you for get listening a to the Danger Junior Writer. Men room. did it again. How uh, many push-ups can follow can you us do? at DangerJRPR <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. We got merch. We got merch like this shirt when I we wear. We got merch. I got four-wheeler. I got a four-wheeler if y'all want to ride it. It's a cool shirt. I, I really like it. It's black and it's got a purple logo. It's very simple, very clean. Logan designs all the shirts. I love it. Um, oh, you're personally. up here. We okay. also have a Patreon now. Please uh, please follow us on Patreon. Uh, Danger Junior That's Writers Momo. Room. I'm on the pod. Uh, Momo's, Momo's on, on the, the pod. pod. We're going to have some special content for Patreon listeners. You could just check, fucking check it out over there. We got some check good stuff. Out. Or just give us money because we're poor because Hoboken Pie still hasn't giving us our goddamn pizza we just want a pizza anyways so uh and uh, bye uh, we want to say goodbye to buster jones mama can you say goodbye buster to buster jones, jones. Go, go mama. Ahead, mama. mama can you say goodbye to buster jones oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i love buster jones he my role model and he my angel and my he my angel and my devil <laughs> Momo. That's great. That's, That's awesome. Momo. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Momo just really said, I'm on the fucking pod. Ooh. 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 Ooh.
The Danger Junior Writers Room is a Danger Junior production. Come sock. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come sock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Come sock. Edited by Austin Zessen. Come sock. Theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly. Come sock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior productions at Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Come sock. All right, she dead now. Bye bye.